Every time we go to D-Munch or something when someone pays, we do a thing called Swazi. And whoever's hand left, left on it has to pay. And every time Dale doesn't get it, he's sitting here. He's so excited, man. He gets so uh, excited. He doesn't have to pay. I'm glad I could come on as a guest, guys. It's been really nice. Oh, the rest oh, of the This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people, one of the 29 clan groups that make up the Eora Nation. We acknowledge the traditional owners who are connected to this land and acknowledge their unbroken connection and sovereignty to all the lands that now make up Australia. We extend that acknowledgement to all of the traditional owners connected to the country you may be listening to this podcast from. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Before we get into today's episode, we do want to warn listeners there is some content that could be triggering for some people. If there's anything that's brought up today that affects you, know there is someone out there to listen. Make sure you call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hello and welcome to When We Grow Up, the podcast where we ask where we've been to know where we're going. We're your hosts. I'm Molly Silva. I am Nico Hines. And I'm Dalvin Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very special episode on our hands today. Usually this is the one where it's just you and I, Nico, but we've been talking about bringing in probably the earliest adopter of this podcast, one of our first fans ever, the one and only Dale Finucane. Dale, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, guys. I've uh, subscribed. I've uh, done everything that you've asked <laughs> like for at the end of the show. YouTube, done Instagram. all that stuff. Uh, no, Nico's trying to get me on for the last four or five weeks, but... The fact that he's given me probably a day and a half's notice each time has made mm. it difficult to come in, so <laughs> glad to be here. Oh, really? <laughs> it begins already, Dale. We'll check the phone. No, <laughs> you've been having a lot of giggles, Nico, in the lead up to this episode too, so I think you've got a few things in store. I do also know Dale's got a few things in store, so this will be a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, always prepared. You know, it's like you always got to have insurance. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start the chat the way we always do, with which is with our wins and challenges. It's something that was good for you during this week, Dale, and something that was a bit of a challenge. So, Nico, do you want to kick us off? Yes, I do. First of all, you didn't give me a chance to say hello to my friend Dale and welcome him on. Dale. Sorry. Thanks, Nico. It's been a while since I've asked you to come on, but, you know, you've About five or six magically, weeks, right magically always got a, a kid appointment or a... A hey, tooth appointment or a brain appointment in Conqueror or something. Mate, I can show you the diary. It's a very packed calendar of my house. Some sort of – I don't know, you're checking your skin. I have no idea. One of them was a skin check. Randomly always, oh, I've got to go to Conqueror for this appointment or I've got yeah. to go to fucking Bondi or wherever you're going. Mate, all legitimate things that I've had it's on. It's good to finally see any. Actually, Shrek. Nico, you, do you want to – Handsome Shrek. <laughs> We're going to get into that too. But maybe this is a good opportunity for you to introduce – Dale to the people who don't know who he is and who he is in your life and why yeah. he's here. People don't know Dale? Yeah. yeah Listeners true. of the show. True. We just don't have footy fans on here, Dale. You don't? No. Okay. We have from far and wide. Really? We have readers. We have nerd burgers like Marley. <laughs> we have musicians. We've had uh, mental health enthusiasts. We've had a lot. Mm, true. So, um, I think I've listened to all of them, actually. So Dale Finucane. Is a boy from Bega. Grew up playing for the Bega Roosters. Yep. 
He was uh, at one time he played against the whole team. That's how much of a man he is. He played <laughs> by himself against the whole team. <laughs> he actually played with an NRLW player, Kezi Apps. Yep. And then Dale Finucane made his way to Sydney to play for the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. He debuted in 2012. Yep. And he went on to win, what, about 12 straight? He debuted for the Bulldogs in 2012. He went on to play in a grand final that year and lost to the Melbourne Storm, who you'd soon join in 2015. Mm. But you brushed the Storm at one stage there, I was told. But anyway, so went to the Melbourne Storm, <laughs> played in every prelim and grand final. They Every prelim from then on won two grand finals, 2017 and 2020. Mm-hmm. Then... He found out his little best mate, Nico Hines, was heading to the Cronulla Sharks, so he had to join him. I followed you. Dale's okay. played for his state. He's, yeah, have you played country yet? No. No, no but he's played for the, uh, everyone who loves New South Wales, played for the Blues, won plenty of premierships, and yeah, now he's here at Cronulla Sharks on Wikipedia. the When We Grow Up. Yeah, 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 that's a Wikipedia, <laughs> Wikipedia I didn't even page. look at any <laughs> no. of that. Then, I know, right? you got all the years correct. Everything 12 yeah. wins in a row. Because you always fucking talk about yourself in the change rooms. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, right. moving on to, actually, I forgot to mention, Dale has a beautiful wife, Madeline, and two beautiful kids, Freddie and Tommy. Yes. And they're both named after, Freddie's named after... Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> 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 he's born with a moustache. <laughs> no. And yeah, he no. uh, looks like Shrek, so... He had some Shrek, not the green form. <laughs> and he's also the tightest man alive, which we will touch on later. Oh, I knew that was a tight story. Uh, my win for the week was, everyone probably guess, meeting Luke Combs. Mm. Mm. It was a great time. Got to say hello. Present him a Cronulla Sharks jersey with the number seven on it. Um, Wade Graham come along with me and he got to hang out with him as well. So thank you very much to Sony Music. They were great. Lisa and Kate looked after us very, very well and we had an awesome night. Which brings me to my new challenge as well, but go on. Hey. You've just recently in the car. My new new challenge is gone. And my challenge is a funny one, actually. So I come back from Townsville after a beautiful win on Thursday night. Friday we flew home and we're a a little bit delayed because there's a lot of wind in Sydney that day. And as you probably know, I'm not a great flyer. And as we're coming into Sydney... There was just this massive turbulence and I was sitting there. And for some reason, I don't know if someone stitched me up or not, but I was at the back of the plane on my own and the whole team's in the middle of the plane. <laughs> so I was at the back with all these random people and lucky that yeah, <laughs> the turbulence came and the wind was coming and I was just sitting there like on the front seat in front of me going, oh, like oh, no. something happened, it would drop and I'd be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> the guys next to me oh, pissed themselves laughing. I wish I was there, you're right, man. you're right. I was like. I was so scared. <laughs> and then we got down and I just like started clapping there. Oh, no, the you did. <laughs> he got Those us Those people are the worst. Oh, oh, no. oh. So that was my challenge. I got oh, shit scared in planes and heights and turbulence and whatnot. God, I wish I was I've, I flew on Friday too. It was so bad all day mm. when I was landing into Sydney. I was a bit scared. And I'm usually okay in planes, so I can empathise. But I would have loved to see you be that scared. Yeah. I would have come sat with you, mate. So Which we'll go right? to Marley. Wins and Me. challenges. My win was a story that my sister was telling us last night, Nico. It's the best story I've heard in a while. A friend of ours was texting in a group chat that Keely's in saying that she just had the funniest experience or like the most heartwarming one. Her little brother 
was playing FIFA with his mates and she could hear them on being online playing against each other fighting over who is going to get Sam Kerr in their FIFA and they were all had like the Matildas in their side. So there's this big shift. There's these little boys who have probably been playing as Cristiano Ronaldo for years or Messi or whatever, but instead they are now – Ratson Kale. Yeah, but like the current players, right? And then the – why do you want to go? This is a nice, warm story. Why are you Tim looking at me like that? Australian. Yeah, no, but I'm talking known. about the women. I'm talking about women. I know, but you didn't mention like all these random blokes from overseas. Let's He's not Timmy Cahill. Yeah, but he hasn't played in a long time. Five, ten years ago, everyone was wanting to be Tim Cahill. Yeah, but I'm talking about, they were talking about Ronaldo. Whatever. He's Point being, Ronaldo. thanks for ruining my story. Story being, what a beautiful example of the shift that we're seeing in this country. These little boys who want to play as Mary Fowler and Sam Kerr and Steph Catley, you know, where they probably didn't know half the girls' names mm-hmm. a month ago. And I just thought that that was really nice and it means that the next generation of kids are being raised with those mm-hmm. female athletes at the same kind of level and visibility as the male counterparts. Warmed my heart, made me want to have a little bit of a tear in my eye. Shock me. But I just thought that was so cool. My challenge, bit of a boring mundane one. I, this week, have just been getting on top of like, Lots of appointments and things. Actually, you know, like you, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, Dale, <laughs> know um, all it. these, all these like appointments and stuff, and just like the cost of maintaining your health is ridiculous. And I, yeah, just had to go to a few medical appointments that I'd sort of been putting off or whatever. And the amount of money that it cost me, like, I, it's it's fine in the scheme of things. But I actually was thinking how crap that must be for for people who have like families and stuff to look after with all the cost of living stuff at the moment, then to just be on top of your health and put things, you know, in place to live your life in a healthy way costs so much money now. And I, yeah, I just think that's really sucks. Mm, That's ridiculous. Dale. Um, My wins and challenges. um, Well, I've got a new challenge, but I'll start with the win. (laughs) The win was obviously Luke Combs concert as well. Um, Initially, I wasn't going to be able to go prior to uh, getting injured, so I tore my bicep uh, four weeks ago. So initially, I wasn't going to be able to go to the Sydney show, but obviously now I was allowed to go. So coming to that show was was my win. Just being informed recently by Nico <laughs> that I would have gone and doubled up at a show, so mm. I would have gone down to Melbourne and seen it again. Had I known, I would have gone down, but Nico's informed me that there was a spare ticket to go down there. There was a meet and greet opportunity also mm. to go down there. So Luke Combs would sit in my top three, like artists, I reckon, top three. So Ed Sheeran, Freddie Mercury, he's no longer with us, and then <laughs> Luke Combs. So top three people I would have liked to have seen. Wow. <laughs> just a little text or something saying, mate, I know you probably can't, but just if you can, it'd be good if you can make Maybe it Maybe if you jump, jumped on our show a little bit earlier, I would have thought of you. Yeah. It'd but, be clearer in my mind. So that's my challenge is trying to come to grips with why couldn't Nico send a text yeah. out. You know what? To make your challenge even worse, I forgot to mention I got my Luke Combs shirt on. Mm. Mm. Lime's a bit long for the merch in Sydney. Got a little boomerang on there, you know that? Oh, that's cool. It's mm. a nice little addition. Yeah. I think it important. I got that at Melbourne when I met him. Yeah, he hand gave it to me. Hand gave it to me. Does it smell like him? I wasn't. Fo- I wasn't yeah, close yeah. enough. Yeah. I would know. Does it? <laughs> uh, yeah. So wins and challenges, both much the same. Luke Combs. Yeah. But um, yeah, filthy. I would have loved to meet Greet. Yeah, that sucks. Well. My, the next thing on my agenda, Nicholas, is to go into some listener questions. But you did briefly mention on the ride in here that you have a few new segments yeah, I do. that you'd like to bring to the table. I do, actually. Go on, then. I feel like I want Dale to start his own segment and so I can rebut 
to or do you want to rebut to me? start a segment. <laughs> well, what have you got on me? I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new to the show. I don't start segments. Okay, so I've caught a Derek Dale. Derek Dale. Derek no. Dale. And a really good, reliable source has sent a few things in about Dale. Okay. And it just aligns so perfectly with a couple of things Dale's been talking about on the way to here. Mm. And Dale spoke about how you guys were talking about on the Wednesday night, I was so busy and um, had to get an Uber or whatever. Oh, <laughs> he, said he, to he, said, <laughs> he said he preferred parking on the street because get a fine, it's the same amount as an Uber. Oh, oh, <laughs> Stingy. Mate, anyway, and, then he was, and then he was talking about he was on his comeback, Combank app all day because he was searching about how much money he's been spending on food. <laughs> and he can't be spending too much money on food. So this is about Dale being sent to you if you haven't guessed. But so it was just perfectly aligned. And this Very person told me to ask Dale about his budgeting tips because it's, it's a nicer way of saying how big of a tight ass he is. He won't even get a taxi from the airport, tries to get mates to pick him up all the time. And is it true that you'll take your kids to Cookie's house for free feeds <laughs> to feed your kid. <laughs> so you've been speaking to Cookie? No, that's just one of them. Okay, well, there's a list. And then he goes, also, we went over to dinner one time at Dale's house and there was a mess and he cleaned it up with one of the beach towers he had stole from my house. <laughs> Well, these so questions now you're cleaning these... up mess. This is a, okay, so this hey, is... I thought these were questions that were coming in. They just yeah. No, this, is, this yeah. is just Dale being a Derek and stingy. And then also, apparently you like to save time by having eating your brekkie in the shower. Oh, I used to, yeah. <laughs> what? No, I stand by Sorry? that one. I stand by that. Um, and what else have we got here? You also shut down a whole plane to find your airports? That's true, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Dale Finucane, the big deal he is, has yeah. to shut down a whole plane just to go find his airpods. No, I can explain that. Now, hold on. You, okay. You'll get your time. You'll get your time. This is. I thought you wanted me to explain the story, but go on. So there's a, there's a few things here, Dale. This is quite a few. This, yeah. is, this list is. It's just funny how he was texting me this magical person mm. about Dale being a tight ass. And then on the way here, he's talked about two things. Just <laughs> <laughs> making conversation in the car. And, also, that I remember Dale and I <laughs> went to go down to Melbourne Storm presentation night last year because it was in preseason, and Dale was <laughs> we didn't he didn't want to get an Uber because he he wanted to drive so we could save some money, and then we got we parked there and he found the cheapest park possible, and it was like fifty bucks or something. He goes, "Oh mate, can you transfer me half of it?" There's a salt pepper coming out now. And then every time we go <laughs> to. Team lunch or something when someone pays, we do a thing called Swazi, and whoever's hands left or left on it has to pay. And every time Dale doesn't get it, he's sitting on the way. exciting, man. Gets so oh, excited, he doesn't have to pay. I'm glad I could come on as a guest, guys. It's been really nice. Oh, the roast of Dale. Which one do I rebut first? Oh, yes. Yeah. This is probably it had to be that moment, but Dale um, is wearing these all these like his best kit, <laughs> and it was like all free kit from Scotch and Soda or something. And then me and Brails were walking in the Costa and came into the shops, and I was like, "Dale, you know what? I can you your best dress tonight." Eh? <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, really? You think so?" I'm like, this is yeah, this shirt from here, this shirt from here. 
Yeah, when me and Bow was each other go, nah, mate, that's <laughs> terrible kid. <laughs> he was so upset. <laughs> it was mate. like a stripy oh, shirt. It was a nice stripy shirt. And like he thought it was the grouse, and me and Bow were taking the absolute piss. I generally thought that meant serious. Oh, that sucks. Oh, where do I start here? Which one? What was your first? All right, let's talk about. Take a minute to hear. You going over to Cookie's house? To feed, to feed your kids. kids. Nah, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Nah. What about you um, using the the their beach Thank town you. to clean up your uh, mess? I've, I've, pro- I've probably got some of Cookies Town. I lived there for, it was before I come down the shark. Oh, sorry. Coming down the sharks, we had nowhere to live yet. So I stayed, I think, maybe two months at Cookies Place. Maddie was pregnant, so she was back home in Vega. And fair to say, there's probably a couple of towels and things from the house. So I don't think I was cleaning it, cleaning up with it, though. Next item on the agenda? Uh, eating breakfast in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on, so, explain that. Yeah, so not, not, that's probably early 20s. Um, <laughs> that was a while ago now. So at the Bulldogs when I first started out, Josh Jackson and I used to live together in Menai and we used to drive half an hour to Belmore to go to training and uh, both up quite early because we had, you know, travel to Belmore and I would save time in the shower by chucking a piece of toast in <laughs> or wheat bix or whatever it was that I was having, and I would just sit there because I'd have a ten minute shower, sit there, brush your teeth, do whatever, wash yourself, and then I'd just eat my breakfast like in the dark in the shower. So you'd the... eat your breakfast after you brush your teeth. What were you doing? No, so I'd, I'd eat first. I'd eat first, <laughs> and I'd position the shower head so that it was like on my legs and not in the <laughs> eating vicinity, <laughs> and then eat my breakfast, uh, brush my teeth, shower. I was in and out for ten minutes. Ten minutes, I was in and out at home. Wow. So <laughs> I'd say it's more efficient than anything else. That's an interesting one. Really? Um, yeah, yeah it probably lasted for a year or two, maybe. And then <laughs> got the big boy eating breakfast. Yeah, good, breakfast bar. good. What uh, about the shutting down of the plane for the airports? <laughs> yeah, so accidentally, so little Rex flights to fly back to Bega. There was this, so I had the airports on, and there was I was in an exit row, and there was a tiniest little. Honestly, the anyone can see that there's this big, like <laughs> literally airport size hole. Yeah. <laughs> I've drawn, it's fallen out of my ear and it's fallen in this hole and I've gone, I've had to tell him. Yeah. I've gone, oh, is there any chance of getting that AirPod? And um, long story short, if it had stayed in there, the lithium in it could have exploded and it would have like been like massive trouble. So the, the next flight that was meant to fly out on that Rex flight, <laughs> they had to take a different plane oh. that was going to somewhere in rural uh, New South Wales. So Lucky you told him. Lucky I told him because it could have, the plane, the plane could have blown up. It would have mm. been your fault. Exactly. So you're a hero, really. So I'm a hero for, <laughs> for getting my earbud back. And it came back in the mail about a week later. Oh, my so goodness. they didn't retrieve it straight away. They had to, I felt terrible because like, while I was there, they were taking seats out. They were using the screws, all these tools to get the seats out. Why didn't you just leave? Well, I was going to wait for the airport. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the roast. You should have called that the roast of Dale. Yeah. And I'm going to put up a poll of um, – do you think Dale's a tight ass or not? And we'll see what the listeners say. Okay. That's yeah. fair. That's cool. But there's a fair bit of salt and pepper on a lot of those things. Oh. Okay. Well, I will go into the listener questions now because there is opportunity for you here, Dale, to I've give got it another back. segment after we do this. Okay. One of the first questions. One, one of the first questions that's come in is what are your best stories or memories with Nico on or off the field? Some best stories. Well, some serious ones. I obviously enjoyed Nico's debut up on the Central Coast. It was very sort of heartfelt one. And I remember Nico saying that 
he actually, you put that in your calendar. You were like, whatever happens, because you hadn't played NRL at that point. It's like, whatever happens, he penciled it in, like, I'm playing NRL, like, that week. And what, do you remember, I don't remember what round was it, you would know? Round 21. Round 21. Sure. And Eleventh so it's August, like, to make that, to make that sort of, at the start of the year to go, yeah. that's the game I'm going to play. Manifest. And it's just like that ha- That actually happened. And all his, in his hometown, like all his mates around there, there's obviously some few iconic photos with him, with his yeah. mum and friends and all that sort of thing. So that's actually something that stands out for me as well. Times we spent on the Sunshine Coast um, when the competition stopped, 2020 and 2021. They were really good times. What didn't stop? We started. Bubble. Well, yeah, we so the bubble. yeah, the bubble that we sort of relocated up there. So, 2020 uh, was hectic. Eh? Yeah, that was so. We were on the Sunshine Coast for that period of time, and so much unknown at the start of that year as well. Because initially, the competition stopped for. We played two rounds. The competition stopped for an unknown amount of time. We did a three-week preseason in um, Albury, Wodonga. Spent three weeks there, and then the competition resumed, and then. Yeah, we, we went up to Queensland, long story short. But, um, yeah, some really good memories up there. And obviously winning the premiership that year in 2020 was was really good. Um, actually, randomly they popped up on my phone, those photos. You know how sometimes yeah, yeah, they pop up on your phone? It actually popped up today, the photo of um, I think you'd had a couple of beers. <laughs> the eyes are looking a bit droopy at that time. <laughs> but yeah. And we sent it to the purse, I think. Yeah, we yeah, sent it to yeah. our manager and um, that We're was really good. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, same player manager. Yeah, so those are the fond memories, I guess, that we've had um, over the course of our career. And like Nico said, speaking about coming to the Sharks was, you know, a big part of coming there as well. With It was honestly talking like we were like giddy kids when Nico signed obviously first at the club and when there was talk that I was signing at the club, we were talking to each other quite a lot and – you know, the vision, I guess, that Fitzy had for the club, we were talking about, like, oh, how good's this? Like, we were actually genuinely excited by it. And obviously having Nico come to the club was, you know, a major part of me coming there. So um, we've ran up here and it's worked out well for us so far. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some of the stories I was thinking on the way in, but um, <laughs> oh, what else was I going to tell about you, Nicholas? Oh, I had a kid, yeah, you're the Kid Leroy. Uh, yeah, Kid Leroy, that's right. <laughs> I was excited about that, actually. I was, oh, I was like a giddy kid waiting for the <laughs> for your listeners to paint the picture. So I think it was Tim Tam had organised a concert to go to for Kid Leroy. So, Nico, I'm not sure, were you, were you getting a meet and greet or was it just to go to the concert? I think I was going in a box. Yeah, so going to a box, it was getting, all, it was getting looked after, long story short. And, Standard. Um, getting looked after, going to a box, wine and dine. And anyway, it fell through for some reason. And I thought, I've taken the opportunity. I'm like, he doesn't have Maddie's number, my wife's number. I'm going to text him and pretend to be Kid Leroy and say, <laughs> mate, sorry, you couldn't come. Um, oh, I should have got the text message. But anyway. I think I've got the screenshot that I've got the screenshot of the text message. But um, <sighs> it, yeah, if you've got the screenshot, it'll do, do it a lot more justice. So this is me off my wife's phone texting Nico. <laughs> this is Kid Leroy. Hey, Nicholas, it's Charlton Howard. Kid Leroy, sorry about tonight, bro. The promoter just told me all about the people who missed out on my show. Bro, I'm in Melbourne on the 4th and would love to get you down. Massive league fan, but bleed red and green. Let me know, bro. That's so, good. Like, you right, thought listen, about before, that, too. Before we go any further. No, no, no. no, no yeah. Story. So that got me a beauty. And well, I remember. Just story, <laughs> so um, he's, he's waited. So he's waited about two hours. I know yes. from talking to him afterwards, he's messaged Wade Graham and he's gone, Mate, do you reckon this is like legitimate? And Wade's gone, well, if you don't text him back, you'll never know. So yeah, might as well. So he's gone, hey, bro, no stress, not your problem. Would have been grouse, uh, grouse to have been there, though. Have a sick show. Ha ha, love that. Up, up, Cronulla. Hope this finds you well. 
you're doing our mob proud. And uh, I did send a video. Yeah. I did send a video. He sent a video, yeah. which was mad. <laughs> I did send a video, and it was a video of me laying up in bed. Um, <laughs> what's the song? Um, so I've made up my own lyrics to that song, <laughs> a little verse, and sent it to Nico without you, with a little, little <laughs> stuff you Nico at the end of it. So I'll see if I can get it up. If you get that video, I think up, you've got you sent me the video yeah. too, Dale. But um, yeah, so that, so was, a, that was a great stitch up. Me and Wee Man were sitting there in the lounge room, and I was like, because I did I just go for a, I went for a walk, and I told you at that point. Remember, I seen yeah, the South Cronulla. That's how. And I, I told you, I was like, "Oh no, nah, not going anymore." And then that message come through, and then like, obviously, uh, I probably felt a bit too big for my boots at the time. They're thinking, Charlie, like Kid Leroy's actually going to text me." <laughs> and I was he like, "You out over everyone yeah, else." I was thinking to Wee Man, I was like, "There's no way. One, he wouldn't call me Nicholas. Yeah, and two, yeah. why would he text me like a few hours before his concert? Like, mm. unless he's actually a massive footy fan and like." This person who was meant to organise me knows him really well and was feeling really slack. Well, just the just before you go on as well, I think I'd seen something that he was a. Uh, is he from that area? I think he's from Redfern. He's from, he's from Redfern, Redfern yeah. and I think he, he might loves, have seen something South. where he had something South related. Yeah, yeah. So massive like, South. I need to use that opportunity about the fact yeah. that he likes league. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. and then I was like to him, man, I'm not replying. There's no way. And then we man's like, oh, yeah, you never know. And then I would text Wado and I was like to Wado, nah, there's no way you'd call me Nichols. I remember saying that to him and then Wado's like, yeah, well, fuck you. We don't, you yeah. don't play, you don't know. Yeah. So I waited another hour and I was like to him, man, fuck it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> what are the the biggest regret of my life now. Because <laughs> Dale actually, because I have been trying to get Dale for Derek of the Week all year. Yeah. And he got me for Derek of the Week because he put that screenshot in front of the boys and all the boys loved it. Yeah. That is Nico's going up after, again. Nico's going after me anytime that he can get me for Derek. So I'm not sure if you've explained what the Derek is, but yeah. it's yeah. The, the bottle, the bottle bitch, I guess you call it. That's to go and do all the recycling. But yeah, every time, and I've got something too. If you come at me, I've never gone at Nico myself, but I've always just had it's insurance. I've always just do. had insurance. <laughs> he does come at me again. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Well, the other questions all had a very strong theme for you, Dale. First of all. The comparison that we've already talked about. The ugly of, Shrek. Of, of your face and handsome Shrek. If everyone mm. remembers Shrek 2 where Shrek becomes a human, handsome Shrek is the man version of Shrek the mm. ogre. And the resemblance is somewhat <laughs> uncanny. It's crazy. <laughs> you know what? It's yeah. actually, well, we will br bring up comparison photos. A lot of people. Once I've seen it, I could never unsee it. I can't unsee mm. it now either. Well, it, it came to me in a, so it's, I think I, I don't know, it was after a, a big game or something we played and someone had sent it to me. I think the, one of the big NRL pages had put it up like the, um, what are they called? The bloody NRL guru or something like that. NRL roast. Yeah. And they put it up. And then ever since then, I've just been hounded with people sending me pictures of, of handsome Shrek. So yeah. Um, not the green version. And and shit like fucking normal Shrek, but. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel about that comparison? I mean, I'll it's handsome it. Shrek. Yeah, I'll take the handsome Shrek. I mean, it's not the green version. Um, I'll take that. It's good. Today? We'll yeah, put that go. up as a poll too and people can vote whether they agree. <laughs> and the other one, which is also seeing you a bit meme-ified is you running out of the tunnel <laughs> A lot of people are sent in a question of because so yeah we'll describe for the people before kickoff often you're seen with a bit of tape around your head sprinting really fast out of the the tunnel quite determined um ready for kickoff why do you do that well my reason behind that is 
there's a bit of time between the end of the warm up and coming in. So boys will go to the bathroom. Some boys will have a spew. Some boys will do whatever they're going to do, have no dos. There's a bit of time between then and actually having moved. So for me, it's purely about the fact that I haven't moved for a little while. <laughs> I haven't run far. So that's probably where I get all the high speed meters in in the game. I've actually spoken to GPS jets yeah. and I think most of my high speed meters come from running off out of the kickoff. <laughs> running, <laughs> <laughs> running out from the from the kickoff. So um, yeah, no, purely p- the only reason because yeah. Yeah, okay. That's it. Fair enough. Well, and that's all. I mean, that's going to be a bit weird for you. That's become a bit of a meme as well. Yeah, well, the same thing. I think the uh, the roast page chucked that up. Yeah. So it's... Um, Roasties all over you. Roast is all over it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, there's a bit more of a serious question from one of the listeners that we get asked things like this, I guess, all the time. So it'd be interesting to hear your perspective of how do you deal with negativity from people, fans, the media? I mean, you've had a career for... it in the public eye as an NRL player for a while now. Do you have any sort of strategy for how you deal with that stuff or you just... Uh, I think um, I don't... I don't read a lot, to be honest. Like, I don't... I've got social media, but I don't... I'm not huge on it. Um, I'd be just as happy to not have social media, to be honest, but you obviously need it nowadays for rugby league-related things. To be honest, like, I don't, yeah, read a lot, but I also just think that, you know, that could be my mates making comments, you know what I mean? And... I just feel like the people that write those things aren't always that well informed, particularly on the game or whether it's, you know, that they don't know the game that well potentially. Like, so I always just think that is it, if it's my mates or something writing one of those, then it's not an opinion, I guess, that I would not say that I don't oh, value yeah. my, my mates' opinions, but which yeah. I do, but it could just be Joe Blow writing anything about it. So for that point, I guess if it comes from a, from one of my teammates or it comes from a coach or someone whose opinion in rugby league that I value, then it certainly would worry me. But the fact that it's just anyone behind a keyboard writing something, it's, it's, yeah, it doesn't bother me. But I was on the plane the other day and um, I seen this person in a, a jersey, I think a Matilda's jersey or something, flying down to Melbourne and I think he was on social media. It looked like he was on Twitter and it looked like he was in a bit of a war mm. with someone without, <laughs> must have been about a game or like just heckling probably someone about a performance and I'm just I just thought like this person right here is probably bagging someone out right now mm. and I'm looking at him and it's like you could never do what we yeah. do or what this soccer player does or whatever so like it's a just you just look at him and just go that's the person I sometimes worry about like I think people wouldn't have those conversations with people as well like yeah. so they would never have a conversation with you for example and say hey you played shit or you did this yeah. or you did that or whatever they're writing on Instagram, social media, whatever it is, they would never have those conversations to you directly. So it's just like hiding behind the keyboard and yep. writing things about you. So I just, that's probably another reason why I think, well, I wouldn't give it any thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think actively shifting your mindset on what those people actually mean and yeah, what their opinions mean is it's not easy to do, but once you get there, it is the best way to get rid of it. Mm. We, for my other podcast I do with nine, that's the NRLW weekly one. I had already anticipated that the second we were having like sort of Instagram reels and stuff, cause we're talking about the women's game that like the misogynist had come out of the woodworks mm. and be like, 
like who cares about women's rugby league and all this sort of stuff and yeah like straight away because I'd had in my mindset that these people that don't matter you read those comments and I love it like Mm. I'm actually like yeah like this is hilarious like you're actually taking this so seriously and it's just not that serious like go and live your life and whatever and you can say whatever you want but I don't care and I mean the the vast majority of people are positive like it's just a small percentage of of the population that feel they need to go out of their way to make people feel small and it's a reflection of them great advice like that so actually when you said you use social media for like red bleak stuff what did you mean by that well promoting our team what are you why why, why are you smoking (laughs) what else do you promote I'm a family, <laughs> rugby league. You don't need your family for rugby league to promote them on there. Yeah, but it's nice, like family. What else do you promote, Dave? What do you promote? Freebies. You had to sneak it in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, uh, you're the best out. So before Dale said Ed Sheeran was in the top three of your mm-hmm. artists, mm-hmm. so I thought I would come up with a segment. Finish the Ed Sheeran song or the next couple of lyrics. Ooh, really? This is a, get a little bit. Did you just come up with that just then? No, sort of. Okay. <laughs> so you think you know all these songs? I thought you know I what? Just my I'm favorite gonna, artist, that's all. Yeah. I'm gonna play some music and I'm gonna press pause, and you have to sing the next couple lyrics. All right. This is just a way to get you to sing on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And if you don't, then I'll chuck it to Marley. And if Marley gets it, one nil. All right. Well, the, it might be a bit high pitched for me, so I just leave. The it loser. Has to buy me a milkshake on the way home. Okay, deal. But that's not fair. So I'm really going to get them thrown to me if he, like, if he gets them all right, I don't get any chance. Too bad. I come up with this game. Of course, it's unfair. Okay. This is this is to set you, me up to buy a milkshake. Are you an Ed Sheeran fan? Yeah. Okay. I love Ed Sheeran, but all it depends right. what era of Ed Sheeran you're playing. Like, you ready? I'm like early Ed. Yes, I got it. Let me hit. Like a train. Run out of words. How many do you want? Next bit. How many lyrics? Whole Me- verse. No, just the next bit. Right. Well, someone's a start again. Right. Oh, we're going to do this a little bit Sorry. again, all right? Start again. Hit like a train. Run out of words. I got nothing to say. Everything hurts. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Bit of the lower side. Ran out of words. I got nothing to say. Everything hurts. Nice, day. Wow. Oh, nice. Wow. One nil. One nil. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is not fair. <laughs> Next song. I'd rather just listen to Dale sing. You don't want to hear me sing. All right. Most these years, not thought a few drinks, they might have. No, that's the second verse. Oh, right. stop there. Let's see. Yeah, let's stop. Oh, Molly, do you want to have a coat? Oh, oh, no, 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 I can't even. All right, let's see what it is. Think about it. Inside for most this year, not thought a few drinks, they might have. Are you all right? Nice, Dale. Well done. Well done. All right, let's go. One more. One more to see if you really know. 
These are all new Ed songs, I can say. I found a love for me. You know, I can that one. Darling, just die right in. Follow my lead. Oh, you know this one too. I found a girl, beautiful and sweet. I never knew you were that someone waiting for me. Okay. That's not it, actually. Is that on? Molly, you have jelly with my jelly. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, no, because it I, it's hard. That's not it. Do you want me to play the first bit again? Nah. I don't think I could do this lyrics wise. All right, let's just play it a little bit again and then see if we go on. Darling, just die right in. Follow my lead. I found a girl. Young, young and you sweet, something. Hold on, sweet. I, I never knew, knew you were that someone waiting for me. Oh, I got that. Hold on. No, I think I got it. I found a girl, beautiful and sweet. Well, I never knew you That's were the someone so you... waiting for me. You buy me a milkshake. No, she buy me one. Go now, hit it. Too high for me. Oh. That's out of the range. Wow, well guitar, done though. Guitar, we, though. Next we, time. we got a bit of you singing in because there was uh, also a request from the listeners to have you sing. So uh, it's a bit high pitched for me. We I got need that. the capo on the guitar. We for got that. that for sure. So, Dale, you do know it's you and well done. Thank well you. done. Okay, so before we go into our ins and outs, do you have another segment before that? No. Okay, we well, we're going to go Weird Times with Nico. Weird Times with Nico. We haven't had Weird Times with Nico for a while. I've been waiting for this exact one. Because I actually remember you being like, when Dale I comes need in, Dale, I've got the I need Dale life. Fist because he absolutely took the piss out of me for it. But Is so, chapstick? What? Oh, sorry. I thought it was carrying a chapstick around. I'll do that, yes. Okay. Um, What's wrong with carrying a chapstick yeah. around? Really really moisturize lips. <laughs> this is my segment, everyone. Sorry. Okay, so I went to Dale's house. As I don't know if it will be played, but we spoke about it before for dinner, and we we're talking about kids and um, <laughs> eggs and sperm and all all the, the biology of how that yeah occurs. how you have anyway, and then oh you've talked for, yeah for I some reason we started to get we're talking about genetics. I'm pretty sure, mm. and then I was like, so I've always thought in my life until this moment, I still kind of think it's true. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think I agree god. with Nico. For, if it's what I remember, <laughs> I agree with him. Anyway. Oh, right, oh my on. god. Shush. Go so, on. I've always thought that, so regardless of whatever happens, so my mum, my dad have sex. Mm. And like if, so my my brother, my brother, and then me, I'm always going to be the next kid regardless. So let's say they have sex, the sperm goes in, whatever, and then they go, nut, we're not ready. Let's have an abortion. Yeah. Or for, you know, sad reasons that something happens to the kid, doesn't come, miscarriage, whatever it is. That was me. I'm gone now, but I'm still always going to be the next kid. But I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that sperm of my dad's going into my mum. How are you back? No, no, no. Listen. No, no, no. So that sperm of my dad's is the same because because that person didn't come. It was the same. And my mum is going into my mum. So... (laughs) It's my dad and my mum making me. It's the same genetics, oh. the same things so, happening, okay. and then I come out. I right. always thought yeah. that regardless of any sperm or whatever, that I was always going to be that next Your kid. Your so consciousness. So regardless of your, if your dad had a, if, you, if that happened now or in 
20 uh, years ago. No, yes. not, now, I can't now because I'm already here. No, 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 no sorry, if sorry, you weren't you're here, if it was, yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah. you're born, you're saying that Let's say, regardless of, of sperm leaving your dad's body, yeah. that you were always going to be you. Yeah. Yes. And you agree with that as well? 100%. So let's say, what about? So let's, let's say, say my mum and dad had, you know, Wado, and then ten years later, and that today was ten years, and my mum and dad were still together, or they've gone back together, and they're having the baby now. That's still, still going to be, be me. Yeah. Okay. So what about? So when your dad, <laughs> it sounds funny talking about ejaculates, <laughs> <laughs> and before you're born. The millions of sperm that reach that reach your mother's egg. The one that we the one that reaches there is you. Yes. Yeah. But let's say that that one got away. That's gone. Mm-hmm. And then but another and then, and then another month later, that same thing occurs. That's a different sperm. Yeah, of that's course a it is. But sperm. what? But it's what? not going to be the identical genetic makeup of Nico. No, but this is the thing, Dale. What Nico's talking about is like consciousness and like. The concept of a soul. So you're thinking that you as the soul that you are, what you embody, your consciousness, which is something that we can't quantify and you can't see in genetic code anyway. Are you saying that you would come back as this? Yes. Are you saying that as well? I think like, come back you're talking as about, this. but you're also talking about like this this is like so a same, spiritual same, regardless thing, of that. No, you're, I'm saying, you're getting bogged down in the genetics. So you're getting bogged down in the like the DNA thinks and stuff. He thinks that he's exactly gonna be exactly I'm, what he yes. is now. Whatever his physical features. My everything. mom did not pop out another kid. But it's a different it's a different that yeah. sperm the next that kid there. my mum yes, popped yes, out yes, from yes. my dad Listen, was always gonna be yes, that sperm yes, that could yes, have reached yes, could have yes. been a female. Yes. And you would have never like but do you not? I totally, a hundred percent agree with you. Hey, I could be this. completely fucking wrong let's, here, but no, that's but just what I thought. Let's get a scientist on I here or put no, a poll no, no, out. No, no, no. Put a poll out now. But it's not the. It's not because me. I like, understand what your question is. Your question is like that. Like every genetic makeup is like unique, and it's unique to that particular sperm and that particular egg. And da 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 da. What I agree with on Nico's level is this sort of like higher spiritual element of consciousness. I think you're saying. You would be physically you I'm, as well. I don't even know what I'm saying. I just thought all the time that I was always going to be me, regardless. Yeah. Of what happened. Yeah. Okay. Well, I agree. I mean, I'm agreeing. So you're disagree, saying, yeah. But, you're, so you're saying that every time we ejaculate, that's a life gone. Well, it's a different. It's a no, different it's sperm genetic that's code. gone. He's like, talking about genetic. So code. the millions of sperm that have been that have gone. Yeah. Are gone. They're gone. So, so my next time I ejaculate, oh God. could be. Oh We're gonna have to put a big oh, warning, big, content big, big. warning on this one. Well, no, could be the next bloody Mick Fanning surfer, but we won't ever know that. Possibly, I'm just saying that they're individual. It's, Biologically, yeah. you're correct. You're correct. And that's every what, individual that's sperm. <laughs> every, every. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but Nico thinks that he's gonna be him. He's yes. His yes. physical features. No, I disagree. I think there's going to be subtle differences because they're not the same. Man. Yeah. It's hot in here, can I, I say? I love like a professional Yeah, it's a great weird discussion. I remember when Nico came home and had this discussion. Like it was like, this is the thing, blah, 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 blah. Am I being crazy? And I was like, no, back that, 100%. But what did Braids, because Braids was there as well. He was on my side, I believe. Yeah, probably. And He's I believe Matty was as well. <laughs> but I also like it as a way of thinking – because I like to not be too serious, but like if you had the devastation of sort of a miscarriage or whatever, whatever, 
thinking that the baby that you end up with oh. is the one you were always supposed to end up with. That's why I like that. Mm. I think I mean, that that's like, you know, like I think that's why it's it's a nice way of thinking. Like yeah, it's I mean, everything it's a nice way has of thinking. And but you're just like I just mean right. black and white. I don't I, I don't think that's the way it works. Okay. That's, that's I, I'd really like to hear what people think about it. Yeah, me too. Because it's a, it's a unique one. It's that's also probably the most excited thing I'm he, excited to hear feedback on. Okay, that one. On this show, yeah. Now it's time for our final segment of the show, which is our ins and outs. It's something that has come into your life that you're embracing at the moment and something that you're trying to get rid of. Could be a book, TV show, could be a habit. Whatever it is, these are the things of in the ins and outs of your life, Nicholas. What you go you got? first for once. Pretty sure I went first last time, and you said the exact same thing, but that's okay. I'm happy to go first. I'm good. My in has been something I feel like I've been doing well that I've not done well in the past, and I'm happy with it. And I'm running with it. Just embracing some spontaneity. Just like when opportunities coming up, saying yes. And doing it and trying not to think about it too much. Um, because Can you tell I, us one of those things? Do I have to? <laughs> it's yeah. in now. It's not now or has it been in? No, she's dead it. Okay. Yeah. Just an opportunity to go on a bit of a trip away. Came to? Up to uh, just a little interstate trip. To Adelaide? We don't need to go into specifics. Being spontaneous is something I've never been very good at, but it's something I'm embracing and I'm proud of myself for not overthinking. That was the whole point of that. And then my out is actually something that we were talking about in the car on the way here, Dale, is because I've been eating out heaps. Oh, yeah. And I hate that. I haven't been spending as much money as you have on a monthly basis, as you were saying, but I'm trying to get rid of it. Even last night, Nico and my sister got Little Italy and I was very tempted to also get some takeaway, but I just made my own pasta. Mm. Save that money. Good. That's me. My in is my friend doing spontaneous trips to Adelaide. You're a grunk. <laughs> You're actually such a grunk. So my little friend has got her own little friend now. Well, you can't do this. Who's it's so early. It's so early. Who's your friend? Just a friend. friend. Cricket player friend. from Adelaide. All right, let's go to Dale first, actually, because Dale, since you're the guest, I'll finish this off and uh, take us off. Um, in, uh, don't get a lot of time to watch telly with the kids, but... When they do get down about eight o'clock, Maddie and I get to bed and we watch uh, Painkiller. Heard of it? The no. Oxycontin pandemic. Oh. Um, I think it's only like six episodes, but um, started that. Last episode I watched tonight, so excited about that. Is it a doco series? Uh, no, it's kind of like, I think Dope Sick might be the other version of it, which is like the actual doco type thing where this one's kind of like fictionalized a little bit where they've, yeah, they fictionalized things to make it a little bit more dramatic, mm. but it's really good. Um, so watching that at the moment, um, the out. I didn't really want to say my out now. Uh, similar to you, Marley, with the, uh, <laughs> the overspend of the, the food. <laughs> but to be honest, I'm t- talking about overspending. Eating out is yeah. like it's over a thousand bucks, like or a month. So I'm oh, like, God. that's yeah. that's like a hundred dollars to you in. Hundred dollars to me. And that's like a hundred bucks to the normal wage. Oh, oh, so, sorry, one point two. Yeah, so just calling back a little bit would be good. Yep. Nice. Okay. My in is I roomed with Cameron McGuinness in Perth for the first time since my roomie Dale 
has been out and I woke up Cam <laughs> like making these weird noises like, <laughs> and I was like what the fuck are you doing look over and he's sitting there doing push ups and sit ups and push ups and it was like morning of game day too I was like what are you doing Cameron and he goes oh you know like I changed my mind in the morning and you know, I used to go for swims but I can't now so uh, I've started doing push ups and sit ups every morning like do 100 of each that does not surprise me a bit yeah and I was like um yeah, you're a fucking weirdo, but <laughs> fair enough. Because like, I like challenge my mind in the morning if I go for a cold swim or whatever I do, my journaling or whatever. And then like a few days later, I was like, you know what? I want to give it a crack. Out <laughs> of push-ups? Oh, I, don't, I haven't got there yet. And I was like, you know what? Summer's coming. Summer's coming. Beach pod. Summer pods are made in winter, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but then I was like, yeah, you know what? I want to challenge myself every morning now. So I texted him. I was like, I'm going to adopt your challenge. And he goes, well, maybe you should start with 50 first, 50 yeah. push-ups because you still got to train and play because you do get sore. And I was like, yeah, sweet, I'll do it easy. <laughs> and then, bang, try to bust it out. And I was like, holy shit, 50 is even hard. I didn't even do 50 straight. So I had to do like stops. I do like reps of 10 or 20 each, um, which is fine. But and then I've worked up to like 100 sit-ups ready because the sit-ups bit easier but so yeah so i'm doing 50 push-ups and 100 sit-ups every morning when i wake up well, every nice. morning. just not game day yeah right oh All so it's not, it's not just his captain's run routine it's like a sorry his game day routine it's like no every morning day. yeah, yeah. Wow. so right. every morning i get up and do that and yeah have a, that's good that's cool bit of a blow in the pool or the in the surf but anyway and my out would be oh probably getting off the piss now getting off the piss we got two weeks remaining not sure when how many games we'll have left for regular season before this drops, but uh, a couple of weeks and then hopefully a successful final series. So I'm not going to have one beer or sniff of beer until our end of season drinks. Beautiful. Yeah. Stay healthy. Now, do you have one final story for us before we go? I do have Dale? one final story of because this has been great to have you. Can I say it's yeah. been a very fun time? Thank you for all your sharing, your singing. And, and- speaking of. Um, Roommates in my inn was Cameron McGuinness and Dale, like I said, was my former roommate. We've roommate been roomies all year, last two years actually, I think, mm. on away trips. And so we went to Melbourne. I always like the G up. Oh, I always yeah. like the G, <laughs> G, Dale up on um, oh, any no, moment yeah. I can. And I, I always know he's a bit anal with his routines and he likes a certain bed or whatever. And I walk in and he's already got his bag on his bed. And I was like, I want that bed. <laughs> and I was like, that's my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, come on, mate, we're not in the Melbourne Storm now. Like, this isn't going, like, is that the storm that goes on, like, the, what's it called? What do they call it? That storm how you, you played more games or you've played, it's like a hierarchy. Oh, okay. Yeah. At the storm, like, if you play more games, you get it, which is fine, fair. Like, all the, the big dogs of the club will get things before us, little dogs. And then um, I was like, come on, mate, this isn't a storm now. This is a shark. So I get everyone, you fight for what you get or here or whatever. And then. Um, <laughs> That's not why I didn't want to have that. It's just purely because I'd had it. It's not a horror. He's thing. had it his whole career or whatever. And then I was like, yeah, but I want it. And then he's like, I'll wrestle you for it. And I was like. <laughs> no, was it you who made the suggestion? Oh, I think I did. I think you I was like, what, you want to wrestle for it? And he goes. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Got so excited because Dale like, loves the wrestle contact, whatever. 
And I was sort of joking, but he was full, yes, let's go. And I just went, oh, fuck. All right. And then he's like, had a coat on, like, starting to take his jacket off, had headphones in, take, you know, in like a movie when um, someone's in a suit and then, yeah. like, he's about to go bash his person, like, proper. Like, they music. slowly take their suit off and <laughs> take their watch off and, like, sort of warm up. It, it was proper that. It was Dow just like, all right, let's go. Put his bag down, ready to go. And before he could take his final thing off, I think I tried to attack him. <laughs> and what, the was coming he off. grabbed me and just like <laughs> threw me over the fucking table. I like, just launched me like a table like this, went flying over there, tried to get him, he just smashed me onto the bed. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much just like, uh-uh, not today, Nico. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot about that. I thought we were going to tell the story about where you um, kept sneaking back in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much time you guys got, but we, so we'd left. Sorry, Nico was leaving to go, whatever he was doing. And. <laughs> I was laying in bed just watching something on Netflix and anyway, he's like, how did you re-enter the room again? You just sort of like, the first time you did it, just one of three times, the first time you did it, you just re-entered as the guy yeah. like, here I am. I pretend like gotcha. I shut the door and I was gone so, <laughs> and I was like, well, I might just stay in here because I was so bored. I was like, what am I going to oh, I can do? Tell. Shut the door and then sort of like waited a, a minute and then went like that. <laughs> and then the second time I waited for like a, a little bit longer. Like five minutes or something the yeah, second time. And then I, then I went, and then the third time I shut the door and got down low and then like wormed and wriggled my way all the way across the other room to try. I'm not even joking. I reckon he spent 15, 20 minutes on the floor. <laughs> Like stealthily coming over to Did me, you scare him? and then just come over to like go rah, <laughs> and I'm just like you waited 15, 20 minutes to just crawl back. And you, are, you are bored. And then I think oh. I'd probably did it one more time or something, and I'd hid behind my bed or whatever. And then about later in the arbor or whatever, or was when I come back from whatever I was, whatever I was doing, I walk in and Dad was there like nuggeting my bag, <laughs> turning it inside out. I come storming Tip in swimming. and Tip he went like this and threw it and jumped onto his bed. <laughs> like I didn't notice what he was doing. <laughs> oh, the old Jim Sim. Oh, I was like, had my bag and just went like that. So you know, because like I'd already, I'd already Jim Simmed it well enough, but I just wanted to do it well enough so it'd be hard for you to get your finger in there to, to pry it open. So you call it Jim Simming. We call, I call it nuggeting. Yeah, well, yeah, Jim Simming was yeah. what it was called at school. Yeah. Yeah, call me red-handed. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, Good my trip. God. Fuck, man, I'm sweating. Thanks yeah. for listening, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks it's for listening. It's freezing outside. I think, um, yeah, there's seems like there's plenty of stories, so we might ask you back, Dale, if you're lucky, But and if the people like it. There's plenty of polls that are going to be coming out. Thank you for making the time in between all your appointments. No, no worries. You are welcome <laughs> back. Whenever. Man. Thank you for listening to this episode of When We Grow Up. Make sure you're hitting subscribe wherever you're listening. Dale has. Yeah, he sure has. Be like Dale. Be like Dale. Hit subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at When We Grow Up Pod. And we will catch you next time. Laters. Bye. Bye.